Good morning. My name is Tyshawn Gardner. I bring you greetings from the Plum Grove Baptist Church in the lovely city of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I am very delighted to be able to share with my sister, Pastor Eva Melton, and the wonderful saints at the Firm Foundation. I'm very excited about the ministry of the Firm Foundation under the leadership of Pastor Melton, and I'm very appreciative of this moment, of this time uh, in my life to share from the Word of God with you, my brothers and sisters. Let us go before the throne of grace. Almighty God, I petition you for preaching grace. Anoint me to preach with clarity and continuity, with power and persuasion, to the end that you and you alone will be glorified. Give my mind recall, I pray. Lord, I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight. In Jesus' name, amen. Please go with me to Psalms 121, the 121st number of Psalms. It's a very familiar psalm, and I want to read it for your hearing as we will be preaching uh, from this text this morning. I lift up my eyes to the hills, from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. I want to preach from the title, Help from the Heal. Help from the Heal. On March 27th of this year, earlier this year, President Trump signed into law the CARES Act at the tune of $2.2 trillion. He signed into law the CARES Act, the Corona Aid Relief Economic Securities Act at the tune of $2.2 trillion. Yes, you heard it right. That's trillion with 12 zeros. This bill, my brothers and sisters, sought to bring relief, help, aid, and a sense of security to those of us in America who have been affected by the vicious onslaught of COVID-19. This virus hit the United States earlier this year, some would suggest even earlier, with a viciousness that was unparalleled in our history. This Relief Act, this stimulus package was meant to aid us and help us, and it came from Capitol Hill. But there was only two things wrong with this bill, as laudable, laudable as noble, as aggressive and mammoth as it was, as honorable as it attempted to be, there was two things wrong with the CARES Act. Number one, it was not enough. Yes, you heard it right, $2.2 trillion, and it was not, not enough. Two, 
it was not for everyone. You see, it was not enough because uh, 13 weeks into after the enactment of this bill, 13 days after, just a mere 13 days after this bill went into effect, the PPP loan uh, 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 component of this bill was exhausted. In other words, it was not enough. It was not enough So, because mom and pop businesses and the little business and the uh, community businesses were shut out at the greed, at the grab of multi-million dollar businesses. $2.3 trillion and it still was not enough. It was not for everyone because even though there was a stimulus package designed to help the everyday family, the everyday person, it was not enough. For if you made over $75,000 or if you are an undocumented uh, immigrant or uh, if you fail to file your taxes, the stimulus was not for you. I don't know about you, but I know plenty of people who make over $75,000 who still need help. I don't know how you feel about it, but just because you are undocumented does not at all suggest you don't need and deserve help. And even for whatever reason you didn't file your taxes, I, I want you to know there are people who still need help. $2.2 trillion from the hill, but it was not enough and it was not for everyone. My brothers and sisters, I want to talk about help from the hill because uh, I want you to know that there is help, not from Capitol Hill. There is help that comes to us, uh, and this help is from for everybody, it's for all times, it's for whatever the situation may be, but it doesn't come from Capitol Hill, it comes from on high. I want to talk about this because here in this text, the psalmist uh, declares to us who need help and to those who heard uh, and even sang this song, it is a psalm of ascent, a psalm of the going up. As the pilgrims sang this song, as they were going up to Jerusalem in one of the pilgrim festivals, the psalmist reminds them and encouraged them that when you are in dire straits, when your back is against the wall, you need to look, lift up your head until the hill. I want to talk about help from the hill because quite often down through our nation's history, uh, help from Capitol Hill has come in various forms. It came from uh, in the form of the Emancipation Proclamation. It has come in the form of the Civil Rights Act. It has come in the form of the 1965 Voting Rights Act. It has come even in the form of the Constitution. It has come in various stimulus uh, projects even before the one that came in March 27th. But still, the help that comes from Capitol Hill is often found wanting and people are found waiting. And even now, in the midst of two pandemics, a pandemic of social justice and a pandemic of uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, we need help. 
And even in the midst of these two pandemics, there are those who are still looking unrelentlessly to Capitol Hill for their help and security. I want you to know that yes, I do believe in government aid for those who need it, but I want you to know that you ought to build your hopes on things eternal and not look to Capitol Hill, but look on high to God's hill. Here it is, help comes from the hill. Uh, help, help means relief, restoration, aid, assistance. It means to support, it means to cooperate. It means to give somebody a helping hand. It is to give somebody a shot in the arm. It is to pitch in. It is to back somebody up. It even means to save a person's skin. All of this, my brothers and sisters, means help. And I don't care what side of the track you live, what side of the track you were born, all of us at some point in time in our lives, we are gonna need help. Help implies that there is some internal or external factors negating the progress or the human flourishing of a people or a community which requires some inside or some outside assistance in order to acquire that which you desire, that you deserve, or that which you are destitute of. I want to say that again. Help means or help implies that there is some internal, some external factor negating the progress or the human flourishing of an individual or a community. Which, which also requires the inside and outside aid in order for us to acquire what is desired, what is deserved, and that which you are destitute of. Everyone, everyone needs help. Some single mother wishing and wanting for the, uh, the lives of her children to be better than hers. That family needs help. Some child who has been told all his or her life not to sell drugs, to avoid trouble, blah, 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 to go to school, but often there's no help. That person who, who has come down with an incurable disease and the doctor is shaking their head, that person needs help. The employee who was laid off in COVID-19, but for some reason didn't qualify for the $1,200 stimulus or the $600 extra unemployment, that person also needs help. The, this song teaches us that when help comes from the hill, we got to hold our heads up. Here it is, chapter one. Chapter one says to, I will lift my eyes unto the hill. Listen to this. You cannot lift your eyes if you don't lift your head. To lift your head simply suggests to be encouraged. To lift your head suggests that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. To lift your head means that trouble don't last always. To lift your head means to be encouraged even if you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. This psalm expresses uh, confidence amidst the dangers of the journey. The writer says, I will lift my eyes to the hills. 
You can't lift your eyes if you don't lift your head. And I've come to tell somebody to lift your head up. It's not as bad as it seems. Lift your head, lift your head because help is on the way. Lift your head and be encouraged. Listen to this. Uh, many times we tell people to be encouraged even though sometimes we don't offer them much encouragement along the way. But lifting up your head means one or three uh, uh, of three things. Number one, to lift your head means that you are not uh, looking, you, you are not searching for help, you are looking for help. To lift up your head simply suggests that you are not searching for help, you are looking for help. And if you're looking for help, it implies that you expect help. You, it implies that help is on the way. It implies that you know that help is coming. Lifting up your head also means, uh, listen to this, that you will encourage someone that's watching you. I want you to know that your struggle is not a secret. People know what you're going through no matter how much makeup you try to put on, no matter how many red bottoms, no matter how much uh, designer uh, gear you try to wear. Somebody knows what you're going through, but that's all right. You just make sure that they they see you with your head up and not your head down because uh, can you imagine what it does for them, for them to know what you're going through, but also to see you with your head up, to keep your head up also means that you have the opportunity to see someone who, who you can help while you are looking for your help. Don't be so wrapped up in your own struggles, in your own trials and tribulation. Don't be so self-centered uh, and so selfish that you are not paying attention to the communities, to the people, to the children, to the churches and the ministry that you can help even though you need help. Help is coming from the hill, but you got to keep your head up, be encouraged. But help also, help from the hill also means that you gotta hold your hand up. Listen to this. Alan Ross, uh, old, old Testament professor at uh, Beeson Divinity School, world-renowned Hebrew authority, has suggested in volume four of his uh, a commentary on the Psalm, he advises that there are portions of Psalms 121 that are actually prayers. He would suggest that because of the grammatical construction of certain words in verse 3 and 7, he suggests that the verbs are translated in a grammatical mood that expresses the concern in prayer. In other words, verses 3 and 7 are prayer requests. Whenever you have a respectful prayer request, you cannot be ashamed to hold your hand in the air and guess what? Wave it like you just don't care. Somebody needs to wave, raise their hand to the Lord and let him know that you need his help. Don't be too ashamed to lift your head, hand and ask the Lord to help you. I have the privilege of teaching at a couple of schools here. And like every teacher, a good teacher, a good professor will encourage his or her students to ask questions. Every now and then, Pastor Melton, when I'm in the 
uh, classroom, a student will raise their hand. This generally means that they need some help or it means that they could have a question. But sometimes several, several hands will go up in the air at the same time. And since it's just one of me, I can only answer one question at a time. I can only give aid to one student at a time. Sometimes what I do, I, I let the student know that you can put your hand down, I see you. Really what that means is I got you, I'm going to get to you, just hold on a minute. I need you to come a little closer because all I'm trying to tell somebody uh, this morning that I know that you have your hands up. I know you're waving your hands up as if the Lord does not see you. But I hear the Lord telling you like I tell my students, just hold on. I got you. I see you. Some of you have some questions and you have your hands up. Some of you have some questions of why COVID-19 has affected your community and your home and your loved ones and not someone. Some of you have some questions, but I want you to know that you can hold your hands up because the Lord sees you and he's got you. Your hand, holding your hand up is a, a, a matter of petition. And the Lord, the Bible says that man ought to always pray and not faint. Even in your petition, you can petition God's heal for help because the Bible says if we ask anything according to his will, we have this is the confidence that we have in him. We know that he hears us and we know we have that which we petition him for. Holding our hand is a petition, but guess what? Holding your hands also means it's a praise. I don't know about you, but I've learned in my life, even in times where I've been down on my luck, when I've been uh, with my back against the wall, when the deck has been uh, stacked against me, I've learned to lift my hands and give God praise. But lastly, I want you to know not only do you need to keep your head up, hold your hands up, ask God to help you in this time, but you also need to keep your hopes up. As Christians, we can testify that our help comes from the hill. And what I love about this psalm is the word keep occurs in these eight verses some six times more than any other singular word in this, in this song. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will keep you. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will not slumber or sleep. He, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord will keep your life. The Lord will keep you from evil. I don't know about you, but that's enough to give me hope. So it, even when you're going through, I want you to know to keep your hopes up. Jesse Jackson said it way back in the 80s when he ran for uh, president. He said, keep hope alive. But I want to tweak that phrase just a little bit to let you know that sometimes it's hard to keep hope alive, but hope keeps us alive. If you're going to live through this pandemic, you have to keep your hopes up. You can keep your hopes up because we know that hope is available. Hope is available constantly. The Bible says in this text 
that the Lord neither slumbers nor sleeps. That means he keeps us constantly. Where does this hope come from? Not Capitol Hill, but it comes from Calvary. Because not only does the God we serve, not only is he able to supply our material needs, but he has already given account and already made an atonement for our spiritual needs. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. Yes, Jesus Christ is our helper. He is our helper. He won't suffer us to be moved. I hear Isaiah 41 and 13 says, For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. I hear the word of the Lord saying, The Lord is a very present help in our time of need. Jesus is our help. And my brothers and sisters, in this pandemic, don't be afraid, don't panic, don't have anxiety because our help comes from the hill. And that hill is not Capitol Hill, but that hill is Calvary. God bless you. Thank you.